I knew this was going to happen, but I didn't know it was going to be this soon, brother. <laughs> no, me neither. Um, so before we get started, brother Brandon, before I introduce and this and that, um, I just want to give you a gift. I'm going to just show the camera real quick. Okay, we got a little... We got a little Kalapana action for oh, brother brand dog right yes, here. Yes, uh, and and I hope you are size large. If not, I get I get XL and medium, large so. and in charge. Oh, oh perfect, perfect. It. He said it. <laughs> Shoots, thank nah. you. I appreciate him. Nah, no way, bro. Thank you. Um, for those of you tuning in, how's it? And welcome back to another episode of How's This Podcast. Um, your favorite, your mother's favorite, your father's favorite. Thank you guys for tuning in. We have a very special guest, um, and it's super interesting how we met. Brought up Brandon Iketa. Um, let's just get into it. Brought up Brandon. Um, between me and Brandon, we we met Brandon through an Instagram story post. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, it was a little bit before we were we got the warehouse. Mm-hmm. And we was looking for build out our Hawaii fight style set. And I asked my followers if they knew where I could get a Bob punching dummy. <laughs> because if you live in Hawaii, you know how impossible it is to get. Um, Dick Sporting Goods, Sports Authority in Hawaii never have. And brought up Brandon, slides into my DM and says, brah, I'm flying to Cali. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm flying from Cali to Big Island. And, um, you know, I'll kind of let you explain the story and kind of how that happened and what kind of mindset you were in to just, you know, obviously you, you watch my vids, but you did tell me like, ah, nah, I might as well just try them. Yeah. So I've been following Brada Z for a while now and love his content. I was watching, uh, Hawaii fight styles from way back when, and then I seen the story. I was at work (laughs) scrolling through Instagram, popped up on my stories and he said, Hey, can anybody get me this fight dummy? So I slid in. I was like, I was like, hey, I'm flying out. I can, I can do it. Can do. And then I was like, ah, he has like 150,000 followers. There's no way he's gonna see this DM. I get a reply back. Not nah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, he replied. So I went text him back, and I was like, yeah, I can do it. Uh, shoot me your number. I'll give you a call. We'll figure it all out. Gave him a ring, and I was like, yeah, I'm flying out next week, and. As uh, soon as I get off work, I'll go dicks, buy one, and then take him on uh, oversized luggage, and we'll make it work. And so then he's like, okay, shoot, shoots. And then I kind of felt like he was like, I don't know if this guy is for real. Oh, 100%. Guy. I mean, like, if we're being honest, yeah, 100%. There's, there's no way. Like, we never <laughs> met before, ever, just through Instagram, random follower. And so then I was like, okay, yeah, shoots. And then went to dicks right when I got off work, sent him a picture, Took up my whole back seat. I was like, oh, dude, this box is pretty big. Yeah. And uh, I told him, yeah, I'd make it work. I called Hawaiian Airlines beforehand and I was like, hey, how's it going to work with like oversized luggage and what's this kind of going to cost? Like, is it going to be cheaper for me to ship it or to fly with it? And the lady said it was all good. We ended up checking in and I told my boy who was dropping me off at the airport, I was like, hey, stay at the curb real quick because I need to make sure this goes through because if it's going to be too crazy, uh, we might take it back and just mail them over. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, it all worked out. Got to the counter, called you up, made sure everything was cherry. And then, uh, yeah, we go. Brah. Mind you guys, Brandon never even take one penny from me until Brada landed. <laughs> How much was that, dummy? Uh, Six. 
I forget how much it was. I think maybe after all the with the shipping or like with the baggage fees, I think it was close to five six. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which is which is heavy. But I I remember you reaching out and I was getting so excited. But you know, I'm, I'm I was telling Brad, I was like, bro, I hope this happens. It's the, kind of the only way I can get this dummy. Well, you were yeah. trying for a while to get it, right? Yeah, like we were looking and then we we're calling and then we we're like. Nobody would send it. No, none of the companies would send it. No, Amazon wouldn't send it. eBay. eBay what? wouldn't send it. Like, none of the... Th- nobody would send it. Yeah. Bro, you like talk discrimination. They do not <laughs> ship to Hawaii. They don't yeah. give up. I told, the, I told the seller, I don't care what the... This is the only way I can get them. And then here comes my knight in shining armor. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know. <laughs> well, I mean, the coolest part is, like, the community, right? Mm-hmm. The fact that you ask and then there are people who are, like, willing to like kind of go out of their way and kind of, you know, it's kind of humbug to go out and like grab a dummy, put like, I mean, this thing was big, huge guy. I know I have photos and yeah. videos brand that I will clip. Oh no, hundred percent. Like I'm fat and that thing is bigger than me. Like, you know <laughs> no, what I mean? No, like, no like, you're, boy. you're solid. Yeah. No, there's a big Thick, difference, yeah. <laughs> but I'm just like, bruh, this thing is huge. I mean, when he came out of the gate with that big old box, I was like, whoa. <laughs> no, the amount of TSA tape around that <laughs> thing was crazy. Like. Oh, no. I think I inspected. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I think I got yeah. violated. Yeah. I think so. I know. It was like prison. Yeah, that like, thing is, crap. I mean, that thing probably has like declared residency in California. And the yeah. thing is now one Hawaii resident right there. Um, but yeah, guy, I think, you know, um, from that, so, so the day that, that Brandon came down, super in disbelief we go and pick him up and there he is hawaiian airlines freaking curbside with this thing bigger than him the box <clears throat> we grab him and did we just go to lunch what what happened yeah we went straight to yeah we grabbed it we went to lunch did you go you have a helicopter tour that day yeah. oh yeah. yeah yeah you went and dropped me off at the helicopter tour for the doors off and then uh we were literally on the runway um at the airport or wherever it was, and then we got grounded because mm. of the uh, weather. Weather, that day. and then we went yeah. to lunch. No, we or, or we went lunch before, and then we afterwards we went uh, Asami's, Amori's. What do you mean? After the after the helicopter ride. Oh, where we went? Amori's. Guy, Timbers. No, Timbers was before. Timbers was, was before. before. You dropped me off. Oh, because you, uh, you guys went after. We went, oh, Simon. it's just me. Simon. Yeah, oh, yeah. Hamor- oh, yeah. Hamoris. H- Hamoras. Hamoras. Yes. 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 No, because my friend owns a, a shop called uh, uh, Mori. Oh, okay. So I was like, but that's no. Oahu. Yeah, so yeah, I said, no, we never no, cruise no, no, Oahu yeah, no, yet. That's, <laughs> there, there. that's right. We had round two Hanaho at freaking yeah. Hamoras. Oh, yeah. You guys went after, yeah. Whoa, yeah. Heavy. But um, now it was just super cool. Like, you know... For one, that it happened because I really needed it. Yeah. Two, you're freaking cool, guy. You're freaking down to earth. Um, you know what I mean? Good and interesting because, guy, please, please tell everyone. So, where where are you from, Brennan? So originally, I'm from California, born and raised in Orange County, but most of my family stays on the Big Island, Hilo side. There we go. Shout so out Hilo H- Town. <laughs> um, so I've probably spent like a third of my life here, but between spring break, Christmas break, you know, summer break, day off, day after school, we got out. My sister and I would fly out here, three, four months, stay here, and then day before school goes back is when we'd go back and we'd just go straight into school again. So. I spent most of my time over here too, but yeah, from California, Orange County. 
mean? Okay. So you you always travel with your sister because even now you guys every time I see you, you your photos and stuff like that, she's always there. Yeah. So it does line up a lot of the times. Sometimes not so much, but yeah, most of the Hawaii trips were usually coming around the same time. Mm. Major FOMO guarantees yeah. that have to block you on IG a little <laughs> while, yeah. <laughs> Send me pictures. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, um, but I mean, you're kind of a dynamic person. I, I would say. I mean, maybe it's like awkward for you to say it. But like you so you're a firefighter. Mm-hmm. Right, and then you're telling me you were L.A. County before, right? Uh, I'm currently currently LA County. LA, and you're you're in Orange County before that. Yeah, I was a reserve you switched for Orange over. County Fire. Okay, and like it's just different because like you're in like an urban kind of area, right? Uh, right now, yes. Yeah, versus like all the guys I know in Hawaii, like they're firefighters, but they're more like helicopter and like mm-hmm. jet like ski guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like they're all about like rescue. That's just like the name of the game. But over there is like burning buildings. Yeah. And then you're kind of telling us all kinds of stories. I'm like, oh, that's that sounds way too gnarly. Yeah, <laughs> like, Bruh, you showed me a video mm-hmm. from. I think it was right, a- right after I got back. Yeah, yeah. close up, yeah. in range, in striking distance. You know what I mean? <laughs> you that yeah, it, it, like Brandon was saying, it is so different. Um, you know, than than down here when you get. I mean, how how many stories was that? How big was that building? Uh, that one was a two-story structure, and most of L.A. County, like in our jurisdiction, like we have mid-rise. The only high-rise we really have is in West Hollywood, so only a mm. couple stations are in that jurisdiction with like legitimate high-rise. Yeah. But I'd say most of the time it's going to be single-story or two-story like dwellings or commercial buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are few and far between. It just so happened that right after I got back, we, we popped that one. Most of it is like 90%, I would say, medicals. So similar to here, you know, just running medical calls, you know, chest pain, difficulty breathing, that kind. But Mm. um, yeah, when you do get the fires, whether it's RV fire, truck fire, house fire, commercial fire, like. Okay, so how much homeless people you guys got to deal with? Plenty. Bruh. No, because we were just up there last week. God, yeah. And then you're like, we're downtown, so it's even worse, right? Mm-hmm. But we're like driving like down 6th Street, and it's just like, oh, it, yeah. I'll be so bummed to have yeah. to go there. No, like, they're they're everywhere, you know, but, you know, whether it's the CEO of a company or homeless person, you know, you're still treating everybody with the yeah, same yeah. level of care mm. and professionalism. But, yeah, we do get a majority of calls because even if they're not the ones calling or don't necessarily want help, mm-hmm. some uh, bystanders will call and be like, hey, this guy's passed out, like, and they'll call 911. Bra. Might just be sleeping or he is legitimately passed out or unconscious for some reason. I um so yeah. I think so for sure I seen about four people pass yeah. out, but I never call because yeah. I said I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no because just taking a nap. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kanak attack. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I don't know what he'd eat or never eat yeah. and he's out cold. But like Brandon was saying, "Hoy, we went to so um for those of you tuning in, we actually use Brandon's Tesla up there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, but, brother, we was so, you was so close to having a big dent in your car. Because when we was on 6th Street, had one guy in the middle of the road. And for me, I watch the movies, brah. You know what I mean? If you coming down, that's a tactic. They want you to stop. And then they're going to bombard your car. Yep. So I said, just drive. Full speed. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, like yeah, it was crazy, but uh, 
oh yeah, you guys must, you must get after it yeah. up there. It is pretty busy. Um, and I was literally just talking with my uncle who works for Hawaii County on the big Island. Mm. And we were just talking about call volumes and stuff like that. Cause I did get hired with them last summer Yeah, and I kind of held out hoping LA County would pan out and everything kind of did work out. But yeah, he was just saying, you know, over there, it might like some of my, cl- or what would have been my classmates, they might run one call a week or two weeks. Yeah. And then, my station isn't the busiest, but I try to pick up overtime at like the busy stations. And I think our busiest station um, where I'm trying to get to, like across all the apparatus, they're running like 60 plus calls a day on average. Oh. So it's just constantly tones going off <clears throat> and out. Like you're not sleeping at night, but it's all fun. I know that was an interesting thing. Like when we talked, um, when you're eating lunch, you, you, you like a lot of people kind of like shy away from the action. Mm-hmm. You're like, no, no, I want in. Like, yeah. I want the busiest station yep. I can find. Yeah. And and even more so, even after I pop clock my hours, I'm going. <laughs> yeah. Still yet. Yeah. I don't know. For me, it's just kind of like you're getting into this career, this profession, and you kind of want to actually do it, you know? You don't want to mm. just be the one hanging out at the station and, you know, not running calls, but just collecting a paycheck, I kind of look at it as. But you know, obviously there are those stations and you need to be prepared just in case somebody does call 911 mm-hmm. and, you know, you're up. But for me, especially being younger and, you know, being green to the fire service and just getting in, like, I feel like the best way to lay a solid foundation and hone my skills is by being busy and being in the action right away and getting those calls. Because, yeah, if you're not getting the reps, you can only train and practice simulations for so much. But the real thing, it's different oh yeah yeah and to your point right if i seen that fire the one you sent me guess where i'm running (laughs) oh wait yeah Yeah. no so so that's pretty cool so you actually what was the reason to choose um i guess the mainland over over hawaii Mm -hmm. big island yeah that's a pretty solid question and i don't really know if there's definitely a short answer but that took a lot of deliberation, mm-hmm. uh, like deliberation, prayer, talking with my family. And it was probably one of the hardest decisions I've had to make to this day because it's not like, oh, where are you going to go to college for four years? It's like, where are you going to spend the next 30 years doing this career, you know? Yeah. And so the hard part was I had an official offer from Hawaii County on the Big Island. Like, I can start guaranteed job mm-hmm. and then for LA County I never even had the offer yet so I was kind of playing this gambling game I know we talked a little bit about <laughs> Vegas and this gambling but um I was like okay so I have this for sure thing in my pocket basically with Hawaii County or I'm still holding out for LA County and I took it down to an Excel spreadsheet I had by year like pros cons like short term medium term long-term goals, what's going to be best for me and my family. And yeah, basically what it came down to is, you know, nothing's guaranteed, especially in this line of work. And for the short term and medium term, at least, I think LA County would be my best bet. Like I said, learning the job and being the best firefighter I could be and getting all that action and all the reps in, um, benefits and scheduling, everything too gets factored in. But, um, that kind of basically swayed my decision talking with my family 
my mom just retired in December and she's planning on retiring back to the Big Island at least six months out of the year. And like I said, my grandma's and everybody stays over there. So that kind of weighed in too. And I was like, you know, everybody's going to be here. I'm going to be the only one in California still working, but what what's best for me right now? And I think to be honest, long-term wise, Hawaii County would be the better option just with family and the dynamics of the job. Um, I know like cancer research and everything um, going on right now, like we have like a crazy increased risk for all sorts of cancer. Like, I don't know the exact percentages. Being in, being in, in LA? Uh, just being a firefighter, firefighter. in general, oh, oh, got you, got you. especially, well, in, especially LA, in LA. Because right? you think about like the more fires you go on and like the more cancer causing carcinogens mm. you're exposing your body to it versus if you're not running plenty of calls or you know you're running medicals here but not plenty of structure fires or anything like that yeah it's just like that long-term exposure that you're consistently being uh exposed to um and so we were talking about that because cancer kind of has affected my family a lot and my grandfather was in the fire service he had he ended up getting cancer too uh he was on the big island um still yet but yeah, like long-term, that would probably be the safer bet, like health-wise, just because you're not exposing yourself to that, those carcinogens or that stress load for, you know, a 30-year yeah. career, mm-hmm. so. Bruh. Yeah, it's just like but, blueberry smoothies every yeah. day. <laughs> like, just gotta get the antioxidants. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy, though. I never would have thought about that as, like, one of the deciding factors. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it totally makes sense, but, like, yeah. I would have never, like, that would have been, like, top of mind, like. Yeah. Oh yeah. What about the medical risk? I mm-hmm. mean, to me, it'd be like the death risk of fire. Yeah. You know, <laughs> not necessarily the the, the, the long major. Term no, no yeah. point blank. Yeah. yeah. Like if I only gonna get calls three times a week or whatever, mm-hmm. compared to sixty, yeah. guys, it's black and white for yeah. me. I know if you just run the probability risk, yeah. you're like, well, it's a lot lower. Yeah, and I think for me, it. I think for anybody going into it, it kind of depends where you're at too in life, like. If you're married with kids mm. and you want to be home and like not be beat after the shift, like you might not want to run 60 calls a shift, mm-hmm. but you know, me being 27 single, just getting in and like all gung ho for it. Like, yeah, I'll run 60 calls or 30 calls a shift. Mm-hmm. And I want that action and I want that busyness. And if I'm dead tired on my day off, I don't really have any responsibilities aside from my dog. Um, yes. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I don't well, really have any responsibilities so I can just, take a nap and recharge and get ready to go into work the next day. Sick. You, you're a bit of a gambler, aren't you? Yeah. So I did a uh, frequent Vegas a little bit. We kind of talked about this the last time we was here. And, yeah. Don't uh, give away the secrets. You, yeah. You need to start a like online class or yeah. something. Master, but, master class. <laughs> yeah. yeah please just, just give them just enough. And yeah. then we hit them with the seven ninety nine yeah. subscription. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's so. And then that's when you were, in between like deciding that you're mm-hmm. going to be, I mean, doing the Academy or did you, did you have offers or were you just doing that Vegas? Um, often? Yeah. So Vegas was kind of during college and after college, just for fun, kind just like extra money on the side. Um, and it kind of ended up being like a second job. Almost. Pretty, like, pretty major though. Right. Yeah. So, um, it did help me out significantly financially. <clears throat> um, but yeah, the whole appeal with Vegas, like, my friends still, like, went to Vegas, like, for birthdays or, you know, for the weekend or whatever. And to be honest, it kind of has lost its appeal because just with, like, the strategy I implemented to try to be successful in gambling out there, it did almost become, like, a job. 
and like a part-time job or second job and like my most successful summer like I was home from school for 90 days and I flew out to Vegas 47 times out of those 90 days um just rinse and repeating this this strategy so was it kind of boring because like you got this super good strategy so does it take away like that excitement of the risk um or yes and no i mean a little bit just because you're like oh this is kind of easy or oh you know like i'm just doing the same thing over and over again but once that risk comes or once you end up getting hit with like a bad streak and you end up losing a little Mm -hmm. bit you're like "Ah, i like when it's easy i don't (laughs) like feeling that that feeling you know and so uh yeah it's kind of funny but yeah it did kind of become the strategy is pretty simple and so it does get monotonous and you're like okay it's like kind of just like work you know like just if i was like plugging numbers into quickbooks or something yeah Yeah. you just get your check at the end of the day so in 90 days you flew 47 times to vegas yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah bro like every other yeah, day. yeah pretty much more, more than every other day you if there was a person that could describe the nine island <laughs> yeah. That, yeah it's you yeah. Like, zippy's coming soon yeah, yeah. right oh. oh that's zippy's plug yeah oh. um so for all my aunties and uncles that think that you guys love vegas ain't nobody love vegas yes. and you guys can go in the next 20 years as much as you guys go now you're not gonna even touch yeah. how much time's brandon been there in 90 days um so when you was going there what what walk us through what that's like because for someone who's like been around the table and i used to travel with a good friend who is a was a gambler is a gambler and enjoyed it i was never that i'm over there on the fish slots you know willy wonka like doing my thing (laughs) but like what is it like you land you're there for a few hours you cut yourself off or what's that like yeah so um I wasn't really disciplined in the beginning. I was kind of just running with it, you know, college kid with no job. And this kind of became the part-time summer job. Um, And so as I got more disciplined, it did become a little bit more regimented. And so basically I would just fly in and sometimes I had my return flight home. Sometimes I would just book while I was there. And then uh, my main two things I kind of took away was stick to the strategy and don't stay on the table longer than you need to. So I implemented this strategy strictly on table games, specifically with roulette. But basically what I kind of figured out is you kind of have to give yourself like a cutoff point, whether it's how much you're going to lose or what your net profit you're trying to achieve is. Mm -hmm. Because once you hit that, it's hard, especially with the strategy, you can go up money pretty quick and you know, you're up, you know, couple thousand dollars and you're like oh i'm winning i'm not gonna hop off the table or oh like this is i'm this is just house money i'm playing with i'll just play a little bit longer that's when it ends up turning around and biting you and like we can go into the statistics and everything if you want to but basically vegas always has an edge and they always say like the house always wins or you know that's how vegas keeps the lights on but it's really true and if you actually look at the statistical breakdown of like different bets on the table uh just for roulette specifically um there's a true like value of minus four to seven cents on every bet you can play on the roulette table so basically if you were to play till infinity and statistics held true you're gonna lose four to seven cents on the dollar that you wager over the course of your table play 
So that's why when people think, oh, I'm winning, I'm winning, let me keep riding the hot streak, you're actually beating that four to seven cents Mm. of true expected value. So eventually it has to regress back to the mean and that's where Vegas eventually Mm. ends up winning their money back. Nobody can stay on the table forever and win forever. It's statistically impossible. So that's why creating that cutoff point of like, okay, I made $100. Like that was my goal. I'm going to hop off the table with my 100 that's probably like one of the most important things you could do because yeah, if you're beating the odds to create a profit for yourself and have house money, the longer you stay on the table, eventually they're going to take that back. Interesting. Uh, super interesting. Cause it's almost like trading then. Yeah. No, but, like sure. it's almost like, yeah, working the stock market. Yeah. Like if you get, if you're disciplined and you're like, this is my plan for today, mm-hmm. this is where I'm going to go. If I go down this much, I'm done. Mm-hmm. You know, you cut your losses yeah. and then, uh, inter- super interesting. No, yeah, that's crazy. And I feel like having the luxury to be able to go as often as I could, just like a 40-minute, 35, 40-minute flight from California to Vegas, definitely is advantageous because if I was flying from here, it's a little bit different, you know? God, you're not you want to get your money. Yeah, so you're not you're flying like, no, every other day. Yeah, so you're like, oh, I need to make this weekend worth it. But then if you know you're going to go back two days later, three days later, you're like, oh, I don't need to make $10,000. I can just try to shoot for... 200 bucks this time Mm. just keep stacking those up each time each time so i think that is a bit of an advantage and kind of equate it to like people with disneyland passes like if you're coming from hawaii and you know you're there for three-day park hopper you want to maximize it from Mm. time gates open till it closes because you're like oh i paid for these tickets i want to make the most of it while i'm here but people who have annual passes like some of my friends in high school and college and stuff They'll go eat dinner at like, you know, wherever pirates and then yeah. ride one ride, watch fireworks and go home because they don't feel pressed. Like they need to cram everything yeah. in yeah. the whole day, True. you know, and I think that relates a lot to Vegas. So that's me. Yeah. And, and guys, the way that this whole conversation even started was because Brada asked, Brandon asked if we ever needed rooms if in we're Vegas, in Vegas. Yeah. He said, what you mean? What do you like well, you own a hotel yeah like, yeah, yeah. like, like what, what else are you doing yeah. he's like oh no i just have Dude. like a bunch a bunch of um, rooms different places so i'm like oh so we never took you up on that but guy not yet not yet stands yes thank you <laughs> yes uh, no i mean it's just crazy so like and we learned all this within a few hours mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. over then, lunch guys yeah and then we haven't even gotten to your like social media <laughs> mogulness yet <laughs> but um Bruh. but yeah just super interesting like, it's very, like, because we had no idea who's coming in. We're like, oh, hopefully it doesn't kill us. <laughs> yeah, and, and then, <laughs> like, like, do something. Yeah, like, like to for for how random it was that we met. Um, and then, I mean, the chances that it would have it would have led to this is, like, I'm always open to it. But I'm like, ah, prob- whatever. Like, if he's going to bring it, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But for it to spin off and so, I mean, you let us use your car, guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? For all you trust issue relationships out there, brah. Yeah. You better listen, talk to Brandon because he 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 got trust. <laughs> you know that. No, <laughs> yeah, but but um, yeah. So so you're done with Vegas for, for a little bit. For a little bit. Yep. Okay. Um, so me and me and you, we have something in common where we have built audiences on social media. Yeah. Small kind for me, but yeah. Yeah, guy. It's not small kind. It's a. Please, please uh, plug the handle and, and kind of tell people what, how, how you started and, you know, why, why you even got into that. Yeah. 
So when Instagram first came out, uh, my friends and I, obviously, everybody was on Instagram and we were putting all those preset filters on, like <laughs> Visco, X2, yeah. all that. Yep. Uh, we're like, oh, yeah, look how cool this these rocks are, uh, <laughs> taking pictures of all kinds of stuff. And then um, eventually, my buddy and I, we realized, like, there were a bunch of Instagram contests and all these different companies or brands or organizations were trying to build their Instagram followings or, uh, you know, create a bigger audience. And so what we started doing was entering a bunch of Instagram contests. And so... So not the kind that you do where you get, you win prizes, like a giveaway. Uh, sometimes, yeah, depending okay. on what it was. Like, so it might be, uh, you know, post a photo with this hashtag and the most liked photos in this order win these grand prizes. Sick. Or, Got you. You know, tag us in this video and we're going to choose a random winner to win. Be featured yeah. or be. Okay. Exactly. And so we just entered as many of those as we could because we're like, free stuff. All we need to do is just post, post? content. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like, is, we're not going to win it if we don't post anything. So might as well just throw our hat in the ring and post something. Yeah. So we started doing that. And then uh, we started winning some stuff, whether it was free camera gear or free merch. Um, and then like the biggest one we ended up winning was this LA Galaxy contest. So like our local like MLS professional soccer team, soccer team uh, LA Galaxy, they posted uh, an Instagram contest and it just said, post a picture um, with LA Galaxy stuff or at the game with this hashtag and the most liked photo is going to win this like major prize. It was like four free tickets to the game, on-field passes, like $1,000 to their team store um, and all kinds of stuff. And so that was the biggest organization that we had entered a contest for at up until this point and so they had a pretty decent following already just because everybody who was la galaxy fans is following this account so then i was like oh like let's do this one i feel like we could get some decent exposure and you know maybe get some residual followers from it and mm -hmm. then that'll help with future contests and so we entered it and then yeah like we recruited just like bunch of our friends everybody was posting word of mouth like just getting everybody to like and share this one Stop post it. to and then i remember i forget what the account was but this one uh girl had posted and she was probably the closest in the amount of likes to me and so then my buddy and i were like let's just block her real quick so then she can't see how many likes we're at so then she doesn't know how many <laughs> she needs to get for working algorithms yeah. guys. Uh, so then uh yeah, Strategy. she even complained, and then one of the uh, one of the uh, reps had emailed us throughout the contest and was saying like, "Oh, like something about like everything has to be public posts and like you can't have anybody blocked or something." So it's all fair. So everybody knew where everybody stood, kind of deal. Uh, so I, we ended up doing that, but we were still ahead. But we just made sure we stayed ahead, ahead, and then yeah, that was pretty much what kind of got most of my Instagram followers on my personal page uh -huh. is um, from that contest. So we ended up winning. And so uh, my sister and two of my buddies, we went to the game and then they had posted me when I won on their account. And they're like, hey, here's our grand prize winner, Brennan e at Brennan Ikeda. And so I was like, oh, sweet. And I started getting some random followers and stuff. And then what was super cool that I didn't know that they were going to do was at halftime, they brought us down and like we were wearing all our LA Galaxy stuff we went to go get at the store with their credit they gave. And they had an autographed jersey that they were giving away at halftime. 
And so what they did was, hey, everybody go follow at Brennan Ikata. They put my name, my Instagram handle Whoa, on, in the stadium. On, on the Jumbotron. Wow. And so just my phone in my pocket just started v- 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 vibrating like crazy. I was like, oh, I need to turn off my notifications or something. I'm going to lose. <laughs> my phone's about to die. But um, yeah, I just got a flood of followers from all these people just trying to win this jersey. And so, yeah, they picked one random winner off my followers and then they ended up winning the jersey in the game at the stadium. But that kind of built up a bunch of followers from that. And then it was kind of weird. As soon as I hit that 10K mark and you get the little K next to it instead of just random numbers like 9,376 or whatever. Yeah. Like people just thought I was important maybe. I don't know. But like <laughs> yeah. I would get random followers. So on a week-to-week basis, I'd get like, you know, plus 500 followers. And then I never follow anybody back because I never knew them or, or cared to. And then I'd go down like, 400 people like just because they unfollowed me like oh, yeah who is this random guy or oh he never followed back i'm gonna just unfollow him so yes. it would fluctuate a lot but yeah it kind of just built up from there and uh going into that i was like oh yeah we won a bunch of free stuff it was cool i actually never posted on my pr- personal page for a long time and then i ended up getting a puppy and so then i was like hey remember when we were winning all this free stuff through instagram contests and i was like i was like I feel like you can do the same thing with puppies, you know? (laughs) And so I was, I was that, I was that dog dad who created an Instagram page for my dog. And so from the time we had her, um, made an Instagram account, my sister, um, she was the best content creator, social media manager. She handles all that. I mainly message people for brand deals, sponsorships, that kind of thing. But pretty much all the content on her page, she curates, whether it's photos, videos, reels, stuff like that, stories. And um, yeah, we just started posting a bunch of stuff of the dog, like nothing crazy. Like she's not one of the bulldogs that can skateboard or anything like that, but just posting cute pictures of her. And then, yeah, like Sure enough, brands like literally hit her up and are like, hey, like we want to send you this harness or this leash and just post a story with it and add this hashtag or like we'll do a paid partnership and um, post like on this day with this stuff. And I was like, oh, this is like she's like literally an influencer, like a puppy <laughs> influencer. No, f- big, yeah. Full, t- full on. Yeah. And she uh, she actually has more followers than me now, which is pretty crazy. And uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty nuts to think that literally there's this whole community or this whole like behind the scenes thing that people never even think about like you're posting content but she's reaping all these benefits of stuff that she would probably post anyways yeah yeah, no that's that it is nuts i went you know when big island was erupting just Mm -hmm. this last one yep cousin we're on the freaking helipad or or wherever yeah they take off from and then we're leaving, and then it's the next group to come into the helicopter. Mm-hmm. Bruh, if it wasn't a celebrity dog, and <laughs> it, I forget what kind of dog. It was real, like, fluffy, kind of like a medium-sized dog. Yeah. Real nice. I mean, the yeah. hair and everything was so perfect. But, yeah. um, And, like, bruh, there were fans. Like, people at, oh, my gosh, is that? I'm like, bruh, this is crazy. You know what I mean? And here I am with my 150K. And I'm like, bruh, this dog probably is topping, like, 150 mil or something. <laughs> yeah. Because... That dog had one photographer from Nat Geo 
And then just like their their management, you know, stylist, mm-hmm. like to make sure that the bro I was like, isn't that some kind of like ASPCA like violation or something? Yeah, Q Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh shoot, that was uh, not my best, but <laughs> yeah. no. So so it it is a. Um, I mean, at one point, like when I first started Instagram, I looked up what was the top trend, top fastest growing accounts, and it was. Dogs or animals, fitness, and then models. Um, but yeah, I mean, it still seems to to be the the thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, pets are the fastest growing sector in the business world. Yeah, or one of you know, mm. like it's kind of crazy because like less people are having kids and more people are having pets, mm-hmm. and they thank spend, the Lord and they spend choke money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not. I can't say nothing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I spent too much money on my dogs. But <laughs> at the same time, not like some people. But you're not you're not booking a private helicopter tour. Well, I wish for, they, I wish I was. That means they were making oh, yeah, that true, much money. That's yeah. true. To have a nat a guy from Nat yeah. Geo. Yeah. Come on, no. Yeah. So I mean, if I was, then I'd be like, we don't have to do this. That's true. <laughs> yeah. You can eat whatever you like. Yeah. <laughs> Wagyu. Oh, no, no. No, the dog eats better than us. Yeah, fine. Go to LA and just get like free meals. Straight omakase. Yeah. Just dogs, just puppies. Yeah. I know. Just otoro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's sick. So, so you guys still are active then? Yeah. Uh, we go in waves. Like, it's nothing too serious where it's like planned out or, you know, we have all this content lined up. It's kind of just as we go and depending on our schedules and what we have going on. But, yeah, like we try to, you know, trending reels or, uh, you know, trending audio that there we can go. work with some of the footage we have. You know, we'll be like, oh, we'll push this out. But, um, yeah, here and there, but definitely trying to grow. Uh, she's, like, just shy of, like, 19K right now. So, oh, yeah, she's, oh we got to push it. Yeah, she's wow. doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah. for real. But, um, yeah, just, uh, just kind of for fun. And it wasn't really anything to, like, make plenty money off of or anything like that. It was just, like... We're going to buy her food, treats, you know, toys, leash, harness, collars, whatnot, anyways. And so we're like... Might as well get it for free. Yeah, we're like, if Instagram will pay for it, or if these brands will, like, sponsor her and give it to her for free to just post pictures with it, I was like, might as well, because that's an expense that I would have paid anyways, so... Yeah. Yeah. See, I thought the same thing when I first started, but I was just way too lazy. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) Just way too lazy. I couldn't do it. It's like that takes so much like work. Yeah. It's kind of like legit work. Yeah, no, it does take way more work. And I feel like I have the easy job of just creating the managing. Like, yeah, like, just messaging the, the for the deals and the sponsorships. And I feel like definitely the hard part is uh, on my sister's shoulders, like actually getting the footage because yeah. it's not like a human where you could be like, hey, Brennan, like pose like this and you yeah, know, yeah. go jump off this rock wearing these board shorts. And yeah, so it's like. You know, you got to definitely do the trick where you hold the phone and have the treats dangling behind the lens <laughs> and, you know, take a video and then screenshot just the good portions of the video because, you know. It's I'm going to have to invent right. something that attaches to your phone yep. that dangles yep. treats right Just holds a yeah. treat above. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, like and an compatible yeah. with all kind DSLRs. You probably sell a choke. Bro, honestly. For right? sure. Guy, I actually started a... P- a freaking dog account too. I don't. I don't have dogs, but I knew <laughs> it was to feature other dogs, and people started to tag me. Yeah. yeah. So 
What is what is your your dog's in, Instagram? Yeah, let's, let's put it up now. Yeah, my dog's Insta is at Lulu the Blue T H E E because Lulu the Blue was taken. So at the Lulu the Blue, oh, medieval. Yeah. What is it? Royalty. Yeah. 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 Queen Lulu. Bible type. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Royal Zion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I I started one called Puppy Genome. <laughs> and I was gonna do like the print on demand, like mm-hmm. print for merch, mugs, all that stuff. But I mean, that was like eight years ago or so, yeah. and that thing is just I haven't posted. Yeah, dormant, boy, big time. <laughs> and that's a hair in my mouth. <laughs> puppy hair. Yeah, yeah. see, that's what happens. You have puppies yeah, that's everywhere. Silly. Yeah, that's why. Once I start talking, I'm like, oh, <sighs> celebrity. Just manifest. Celebrity <laughs> dog. <laughs> yes, uh. <clears throat> but then. I have one question. Uh, yeah. Like, obviously, you messaged um, Xavier back, but, like, why? And I, I guess my point in asking that is, like, we always get together and we, like, have these brainstorming sessions about, like, what do we have to do as a brand to get people engaged, right? Because there's a lot of people with followers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but our, I guess our thesis is how do we get people to feel like they're part of they're not like on the outside. They're like, like working with us, and that's mm. kind of why, with you, it was such a cool story or such a cool thing that happened, is that that kind of manifested, right? Like where, oh wait, we asked and somebody like kind of came through and big we, time. We needed yeah. somebody, right? yes. And then it ended up being like, oh, so wait, it's not because we don't ever feel. I mean, maybe I'm. Now nah, we talk about it. Um, that we're better than anybody, and that like anything like that like our goal is to kind of create a community that that benefits everybody, right? That has a positive impact on everything we touch, Mm -hmm. you know? So because of that, I just curious, like what kind of caused you to do that? You know, was there like a trust in Xavier and the content he's put out or, you know, stuff like that? I feel like just being a fan and like enjoying the content you guys are pushing. um, Obviously I want to see you guys be successful and I want to continue seeing, you know, stuff that's going to just make me laugh or smile or, you know, you're having a junk day and you just see a funny video and then you bust laugh and you're like showing your friends like, hey, look at this. Yeah. And uh, I think it also has to do with the time, like we talked about earlier in the pod, like me spending most of my time here. And I think growing up with that like sense of like Ohana and Hawaii community, Mm -hmm. like you are more willing, I want to say, to kind of just go out of your way to even help strangers like i know you guys just said you were in la and you know guys standing in the middle of the street trying to steal your car and over here it's like you know green light you're ready to go but auntie's waving you on like oh no no, you first (laughs) yeah yeah. like that does not happen on the mainland oh no it does yeah (laughs) road rage and everybody's cutting off everybody everybody's in a hurry and i feel like you know having that background growing up here, you know, you do try to help out when you can. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of saw this as an opportunity of like, Hey, I'm already flying to the, to Hawaii. Like that's the hard part, you know, getting that from California to Hawaii. And so I was like, inter-island flight, like that's nothing for me, you know? Yeah. So I was like, you know, I was like, I don't even think he's going to reply or even see this message, but if he does, I'm willing to help out. And Mm -hmm. that's just kind of, kind of how it happened um i think you know like i said growing up here um you do have that kind of sense where you know you try to help everybody out even if you don't know them per se like Mm -hmm. i do that for my boys for sure but 
you know, if I can help somebody out and it's not going to be too much on me, like, why not? So, No, that's super sick. That's super sick. And, and, I, and I vibe with that big time, you know, like I think um, just fresh out, out of L.A., um, we got to link up with some cool people. Yeah. But just just coming back home, I'm like, I can go anywhere, anytime on Kauai and I feel so safe. You know what I mean? And and yeah. just a sense of home and just everyone's kind of a lot more chill. Not kind of. Everyone's yeah. more welcoming, you know? For sure. And and for sure you have those people who, like, love their privacy. And that's totally cool. But to your point, bro, I think just something about growing up here is I like it. I like to make people's day or help when can. You know, we all, me and Brand always talk about that. Um but it's super sick that you freaking took the opportunity, guy. You know? I, I mean, even, like, I think you downplayed a little bit. Because I think most people wouldn't have carried this big-ass thing. Like, say <laughs> say, say we're on the big island. I can see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you went to the big island and then jumped on another plane to Kauai for a few hours and then flew back. You yeah. know? So, I mean, I, I want to make sure there's a little bit, like... More it's context. A, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a little bit more than just that, which which I thought was super cool. And I was like, oh, wait, he's going to bring it here? Yeah, and I'm like, like oh, well, like, are we going to pay for your flight? Like, how is this? You're like, nah, don't worry. I'm like, yeah. what? Yeah. What do you mean? Don't worry. You only came here for, and you didn't even take your helicopter tour. I yeah. know. So you literally came to <laughs> Kauai to my mom twice. eat lunch. Yeah, twice. Yeah, twice. To deliver one. Bobby Boy. Yeah. But he's going to get his ass beat. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bobby gonna get cracks. Oh so, yes. So we thought that was super cool. We thought, yeah. I mean, it was a pleasant surprise because the other option was you're gonna be super weird. But <laughs> <laughs> that was the other option. We no. appreciate it, but you're a weirdo. Or like, or or like, a. I I did th- th- this is what what I always enjoy when I I always love running into supporters, mm-hmm. whether they're weird like me, whatever, whatever, or super chill and down to earth. I always love running into them, but when it's not transactional, even even when to it could have been where it's like, hey, I did this, like, can you do this for yeah. me? It wasn't like that. And dude, like I, I kind of get that often if if and that's why I don't really ask for stuff. I don't want to ever be owing someone anything or whatever. Yeah. So but when when you totally was like like there was a point at lunch where I'm like Oh, this kid—he's just chilling. Like, oh my god, he's not even—he's not even asking for anything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that was huge. I was like, oh, this guy is just—he's oh, just normal. I, I don't—I don't know how, how how else to put it. Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, even then, you, you weren't that normal. So it sounds weird, but you know. So like, then you go into the gambling story. Then you go into oh the yeah. I mean, the thing I think I vibe with the most was the fact that you're like willing to swing, and yeah. we we talk about this a lot, like. Like most guys, and I think this might be a local thing, is like they're so afraid of failure that they're not willing to like take any action. Mm-hmm. Versus I'm like, nah, let's just do it. This might not work. This might not work. This yeah. might not work. But maybe the fifth one works. Yeah, exactly. You know, and then that's all you need is that one. Mm-hmm. One or two things that like really hit and then it's that. And I was like, oh, this is pretty sick. I mean, whether it was your your dog's Instagram like your choices of being a firefighter. Cause at that point I think you're kind of still weighing on this or maybe you just started LA mm-hmm. or something. Um, and then 
on top of that, like the gambling thing, right? It's just like, well, let's go and let's try and let's see what happens, yeah. you know? And, and that kind of mindset, I think, regardless, is, is super important because that's what, like, it takes to, like, do stuff, right? It's because you're not going to necessarily be successful all the time. But at some point, something's going to click. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. No, so it's super stoked. And I feel like just, like, the social aspect of it, too, like, aside from, like, being able to just help somebody out. I think just getting to meet cool people and like, I mean, obviously I've seen your guys' presence online and, you know, some people are a little bit different than how Mm -hmm. they, you know, what they perceive or what they portray uh, on social media. But I was like, oh, you know, I'd want to hang out with him, you know? So yeah, if I can just take it over, cruise for a little bit, like that's cool enough for me. And yeah, I mean, I'm glad we were able to, facilitate it and make it happen and like you guys are cool and like i said if you're ever in la like hit me up and then vice versa you're like hey if you guys if you're ever back here like hit us up and we'll cruise we'll go eat we'll do whatever shoot one podcast yeah 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 i I came back and i was like i was like hey i'm flying back like what days are you guys free and like automatic you're like oh we're gonna be here this day but you know we'll make this day work and i was like all right shoot sounds good and so yeah i feel like you miss those opportunities by not, you know, opening yourself up or at least having That's an open mind to being able to, you know, meet different people in different ways. No, 100%. No, yeah, 100%. And I'm clipping that. I'm just, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a great. No, no I mean, that we, we've got to meet so many cool people. Right? Bra. Like we went up to L.A. for this one reason, Bra. which turned out to be not what we wanted. <laughs> Straight up. But then we met all these other guys. Just because we're like open. We're like, well, we're here. Let's go like to this thing. Yeah. And let's go meet them. And then these guys just ended up being super sick. Right. And, and I'm still talking to them. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's not like Don closed the door out. We got, we got our film. Mm-hmm. Super cool guys. Um, and, and vice versa though. Like when, when they come down for sure, we're going to link up, you know, show them yeah. around and, and stuff like that. And, and it's just, just to your point, we, we were, we were open to the, the idea or down for it, you know, yeah. like what, what turned out to be a situation that could have been a bummer. Right. Yeah. And totally. we could have just been like over it. Yeah. But instead it's like, well, what else yeah. is there? You know what I mean? Yeah, instead of waste of time, you're like, Oh, let's make the most of, you know, it's totally the, the opportunity yeah. or the window. And then like the older I get, it's just like, like attracts like, right. Mm-hmm. Like, like-minded people like jive with each other. So then it'll be like easy to hang out and chill. Right. Versus like, even if you meet somebody and you don't have like similar, I don't know how to like vibes, I guess. I mean, I don't know a better word, but like, then you just never hang out with each other again. And then all of a sudden, like over 10 years, you're like just a list of like sick people that you've met in all different categories, in all different businesses, in all different places. Yeah. Doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And then you're like, Oh, and, and that's kind of how I think it's important for guys to realize. Cause like, that's how successful people are. You're like, well, the guy's 50 and he knows all these people. And, it's crazy. How, how do you make that happen? Well, I mean, it's just get out of your house. For you sure. Know? Talk to people, like figure out what you like to do and then make it happen. Yeah. And I feel like life is just like one big network. Like everybody says like networking is so important, but like when you really think about it and it comes down to it, like especially being in Orange County, like we live in a bubble and at least I had the luxury of like coming here mm-hmm. as much as I did mm-hmm. and going away for school and like, traveling abroad living in germany and all that and it's like you see so many different people from so many different communities Mm -hmm. and it's like you it's really easy to get stuck in one place and be (laughs) like you know this is 
all that there is, but there's so much more out there. And like, unless you have that open mindset, like you're talking about, like you're never going to be able to, you know, reap the benefits of, you know, getting to meet all these different people from different backgrounds that you might not have met if you didn't have that. So bruh, hundred percent. I, I always thought that I could never like be away from Kauai. Mm -hmm. Um, and then an opportunity with Max came up. I mean, literally out of nowhere. It was it was a joke. Like, oh, if you're coming back, oh, who next week? You might as well just move here. And I was like, brah, no act, because I will. Mm-hmm. And f- brah, f- literally two weeks later, I'm shipping my car there. And just, uh, it was just a point, I think, in my life where, because even then I was like, nah, 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 like, Kauai home, my family. Like, I'm stoked. Mm-hmm. I'm stoked here. And I don't need anything else. I don't even want anything else, whatever. Brah. And then I went to Oahu traveled met so many people through him that i still get to connect with you know when i'm in their parts of town and it's just opened my mind to so much more and then even moving back and then working with brand doing this podcast i'm like holy shit it seems like every trip every gig every every podcast every whatever it just it my mind just gets like a little bit more big because i just think the opportunities are like 10x you know mm-hmm. oh right like oh shit that person said that we should talk to this person on the podcast oh like um you know oh this person's coming down let me hit up my friend who knows you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. just like you said the network is crazy and it takes you to such crazy places if you just let yourself and, and be open to all that yeah 100 percent. i mean the the more you like well i've gotten to live other places and the more you live other places you realize everything's kind of the same mm Right. You have like good people, bad people, cool people like, yeah, the the weather's a little bit different and maybe like the history and the culture is a little bit different. But generally speaking, it's like people's people, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's sick to be able to go all over and just find these like like minded people and just kind of like figure that out. And then it's just way more enjoyable. Yeah. But then it also makes like Hawaii that much more valued. I don't know what like, you know, like I hated Hawaii growing up. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, I need to leave, you know. Yeah. So I left, and then, you know, later on, you realize like, oh no, there was something kind of sick there, mm. but, you know. And then because of that, you come back and you like value it so much more. Yes, right. Like I, if I never left, I think I'd just be like over it, mm. you know. And I, I think that was an important like part where it's like, um, to see that there are different ways and that Hawaii's not that bad. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean. Like, <laughs> Like, people literally pay, pay thousands of dollars right. to come here. For oh, no, millions. You know? yeah. No, no, 100%. <laughs> yeah. No, and then I'm like, you know, like a spoiled little shit. Like, <laughs> no, this place sucks. Yeah, yeah. You know, but. Yeah. But I mean, how do you feel? Because, like, you kind of had that weird one foot in, one foot out, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. where you, you had lots of ties here and spent a ton of time here. And then, but you also, like, grew up in the mainland. So you had this really, like like duplicitous kind of upbringing you know for sure and i feel like how you're talking about that appreciation like that you had coming back after being over there i think i kind of had that the whole time because every time i was here i tried to make the most of it and then whenever i'd have to go back i'm like oh man i wish i was over there but then at the same time like depending on how long you're here because i did live here for one year like during college i took a year off and lived here but it's like there is a limited amount of things to do. Like, obviously, you can do things with different people or, you know, go do different things. But, I mean, there's a set amount of things on an island that you can do. <laughs> yeah. And everybody talks about island fever and whatnot. And uh, <clears throat> I think 
kind of how you're saying the quote, uh, the term over it, like talking to my cousins and like friends who have been here like their whole life and haven't like really gone anywhere else. Like, and then they go there for college, like in California, they're like, Whoa, there's like so many more things to do. And like, you know, I was getting kind of tired of it, but then at some point, you know, they still get drawn back here and they miss home after. And when they come back, they're like, Oh, you know, I do have that newfound appreciation. Like I kind of took it for granted because that's, only thing I knew but I think having that you know one foot in one foot out you were talking about and not necessarily being permanent here or there really it's like you appreciate what you have while you have it and so I think for me I kind of just try to make the most wherever I was whether it was school and playing sports in California or and like traveling across like the U.S. over there because it's way easier or you know, being here and, like, getting to enjoy family time and, like, just beautiful hikes and, you know, beach all the time. Catching honors, 50-pound honors. Yeah, you know, you know, <laughs> you know. But, um, yeah, I think just that appreciation, um, I think it's all kind of perspective, you know, mm-hmm. and how you're talking about, like, your that lens changed for you once you moved and came back home, so. Yeah. Well, it's interesting, too, though. I never hear anybody from, like, columbus ohio say like i just need to move back home you know yeah. or like some random part of like michigan mm-hmm. like oh I, I just need to go back but it's kind of a common thing with like hawaii guys i mean you like want to go back a lot of people can't figure out how to go back yeah like financially but they want mm-hmm. to you know there's very few people so there, there is quite like a unique thing here i don't really understand it 100 percent of like that draws people who grew up here back and i guess new people too yeah obviously people are moving here all the time and i think it's more than just like the like it's beautiful but more than just that like that that nature beauty you know i wonder if it's like the pace because like you're talking earlier right like la has an energy and like this is the first time i think yeah i really felt it i'm like oh wow this this shit's kind of draining me (laughs) yeah no like because i've lived in like cities and i'm like i'm fine this one just felt like oh I'm a little like depleted right now. Yeah, yeah. which I, which I never really felt before. So I was like, oh, I wonder what it is. You know? Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, towards the last couple of days, I'm like, I don't want to see what's out there. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I don't want to leave this place, but I want coffee. Yeah. So I, kinda, you know, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, and, and I I can't, I I I don't know how, like how to explain it, but. Like Brian was saying, there's definitely a freaking energy there. I'm excited. Like when I first got there, I was so super excited. I'm like, yeah, bro, this is it. Honestly, though, but by the fifth, like fifth day, I'm like, guy, let's let's get the hell out of here. You yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like like there ain't nothing for me to do back at home, but I just gotta be back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess too, it's different because you're not like when you live there, you're in the swing of things now. You got your, like, job. You got, like, your routine. Mm. You know, so being there, it's like, well, especially because we just went last year. Yeah. And did, like, all the, like, here, here's whatever. Here's Santa Monica. Yeah. Here's downtown. Here's. This farmer's market. Yeah. This restaurant, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, we kind of used it up all in that first round. That's true. <laughs> and, now, and now we're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, we even checked out freaking Hollywood, guy. Yeah. What was it? Just just Hollywood Boulevard, yeah? Yeah, as the stars and all yeah. that stuff. Guy. Walk of fame. The yep. shittiest. If I if my star <laughs> ever scab. gets on there, <laughs> yeah. Guy, I got hustled. He got hustled. I straight up, everybody's like, bro, how'd you get hustled? I'm like, bro, I felt threatened. 
Straight up. <laughs> he, he got peer pressured into yeah. buying CDs. I was like, what are you doing? Where Just, is that CD? I don't know. Oh, I threw it away. <laughs> Probably had viruses. That's why. <laughs> For all you guys freaking listening, if you've ever been to freaking Hollywood Boulevard, you guys know what we're talking about. That shit, that place is terrible. No, we told you. Let's go. <laughs> Bro. That's funny. Oh, no. These black dudes got him. <laughs> Four. They had me cornered. What am I going to box my way out of there? No, just take the five bucks. You I'll know? listen. I promise. Yeah. They're like, oh. No, They're like, oh, we're, we're, we're there for what? Like half hour? Half hour, guys. We're, like, we're out. Yeah. No, it's was, it was complete garbage. Shitty. The worst. Pl- I, I, the worst place on earth. <laughs> Gotta be. Because... It's a, it's a, it's like a freak show to me. Well, there's like 50 Spider-Man, right? Like, God. Get, like get you to pay them to take pictures. Yeah. I'm like, guy, <laughs> you're from freaking the first Spidey outfit. That's so out. Yeah. You know what I mean? I need the Venom at least. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, look at your freaking Mary Jane all worn out. She yeah. looks like she needs a bath. I know. Her hair is red. Not because it's red. It's because she's freaking dirty. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? I'm like, enough. And Mi- Mickey and Minnie, what the hell are you guys doing down here? You're supposed yeah. to be in Anaheim. <laughs> yeah. they got fu- those guys got fired from Disneyland. Yeah. They're just like cruising Hollywood Boulevard. Got caught freaking vaping in the back. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Taste this frosty eyes, Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> oh. No, seriously, though. It's like, it's, it's just not. Now, never go there again. Yeah, there's no reason to. Like I told you. <laughs> I, I told you before, when, I'm like, we might not want to go here. Yeah. He did. But, like, I guess you have to, right? Yeah. Because it's like everybody goes when they go to LA. Exactly. Yeah. One so. and done. One yeah. and done. Yeah. Like, I'm glad. And then back to, you know, one foot in, one foot out. I'm glad I got to see what life can be. <laughs> I'm glad I got my foot out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, brutal guy. Holy crap. And then this time we got to hang out with a bunch more, I mean, it's going to sound bad, but like Asians. Yeah, yeah, choke Asians. Right, so we, we, we got to actually hang out in, like, Monterey Park area versus, mm-hmm. like, it's a whole different vibe if you go, like, Hollywood, like, West Hollywood, that whole scene. Yeah. Versus, like, these, like, w- really, like, high-level, like, production guys who done it through YouTube and all these other things. Right, Versus, it. like, the Hollywood scene where it gets yeah. really weird. <laughs> sure. I mean, yeah. you see the TikToks of guys interviewing. Where were we? We're at Venice. Though, Venice. Yeah. Oh, dude, the, Venice is crazy. So, like, when I lived there, none of that was really going off. Now you go to Venice, and it's, like, 500 people, like, interviewing people. Yeah. Brah. And you're like, wait, what's going on here? Brandon, what you say? You see, yeah. look like you want to say something, brother. Say no. it. Yeah, all the time. Like, <laughs> iPhone flipped upside down, voice recording app, asking all kind of crazy questions. Yeah, with the uh, yeah. plug-in yeah. mic. Yep. Brah. Yep. And all the time. And no. walking past, and you're, like, looking on Instagram, you're like, Hey, they got me in the background. Yeah, no, seriously <laughs> though. Seriously, there's um, bro, one drunk skater guy. Like, I mean, midday, it's probably like four, and he was just like super drunk. Just came came in the interview. Kabe was getting interviewed, and freaking the guy was just tripping out. I'm like, get away from us, guy. What are you What are you doing? No yeah. one's even talking to you. Yeah, weirdo. <laughs> no, but that's Venice, man. Yeah. It's a whole different zone now, man. Super different. If you're trying to, if you're willing to stomp on people's head to, to make it, like, that's where you go. Yep. And that was a cold day, so that wasn't even, like, full blast. Oh, I was freezing yeah. that day, guy. 
That's probably the coldest day in Venice in like years. Yeah, it probably them. It's not even sun dried raisins over there. It's just the sheer cold <laughs> that that turns them grapes. <laughs> it's like <Just> freezer burn. <laughs> yeah, like, freaking grapes are black. But um, yeah. So we got to hang in. We got to hang in some different parts. And like Brown was saying, the guys we we're on. Um, just kidding news. Mm-hmm. Just OG um YouTubers and you know brother, it's a it's a team of of guys. Um, and then they there there was a I forget the girl's name that was there too, but she was, I think she's a part of the team now. Yeah, but it's so cool because if you look at if you look them up on their um personal profiles, bro, they have so much stuff going on like individually outside of their the the just kidding news po- mm-hmm. um channel. Um, Ryan got met this guy Ryan Ingram. Um, he's he's one of the OG dancers from Quest Crew, on America's Best Dance yeah. Crew. Freaking unreal, bro. But they're all hustling too. That's that's the cool part. Hustling. Like being on Kauai, you're kind of like on a, you're isolated because there's very few hustlers. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're there, you're like, oh, this guy's hustling, that guy's hustling, that guy's hustling, and th- and that's something that's super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I wish we had that more here, and hopefully. It grows, but yeah, there it's like, oh, like it's just full networking, full like, oh, this guy does that. Why don't you just go call him? Yeah. Full on. Yeah. Super easy. Whereas like here is like a huge barrier to access. Like, oh, we want to make sauces. Who do we call? Frick, I don't know. Nobody, yeah. Nobody's here's done it. Yeah. So there it's like, oh, that guy did one. Let's yeah. go talk to him and find out who his co-packer is. Yeah. You know, and, and stuff like that. So it, it's pretty interesting. For real. Like, like just in the short time that we were there, we figured out this guy who runs his own editing company. You know what I mean? Like, for me, like, that's that's freaking sick that you got mm-hmm. to a point where, I mean, for sure, it's a bottleneck for any creator, I would say, yeah. is, is the editing. And, you know, for him to not just edit, like, one of the clients is Tiger Belly. Bro, he has, he has a bunch more. Did, you got to talk to him a little bit more, yeah? Yeah, yeah he's done, like, a bunch, right? Like, mm-hmm. Mike Tyson. Like, all these super high-level ones. Yeah. You know, and he's just super into it. But then he started his own company, right? So he has, like, 10 people yeah. editing under him. So he's just killing. And he's just super nice guy. Yeah. You know, hustling, trying to figure out, like, we. I mean, because we were there for a little while. Huh. <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, just like uh, discussing like why he does this. Yeah. Oh, this is a better way. I do it like this because of this, you know. So it was cool because you just get like a wealth of information super fast because you have so much experience, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and just cool things. And like, oh, we're like, oh, would you want to come down? Like, and I'll just put a class together for like kids. Yeah. And you can get like all these kids coming. Hopefully they, they can rise up as like editors yeah. and or whatever little like part of like filming they want to do. Like that's something we hope to do is like bring down like the best camera guys, the best editors, the best whatever, storytellers, talent, mm-hmm. whatever, set designers. Yeah. Well, I think I think there's something to being able to work or learn from people that you, I don't want to say like look up to, but like watch often or kind of have a part of, like for instance, like when I posted that we were on JK News, a lot of, of people were like, oh my gosh, like that's the OG YouTubers, you know? I just feel like if, we put on something for the kids. It's like, oh wow, we get to step into like how's like how how's this guy or how his team does mm-hmm. like content creation, like mm-hmm. or uh, sketch comedy or whatever. You know, like I just feel like it would move them more than just some random uncle or something. Yeah, you know, sure. Which is exciting, but um, 
yeah, guy freaking also says there's a lot more for us to do in LA, so we will be back. We will be um, back. We yeah. will be back. And um, what does your schedule look look like? Is it the four four on three off? Is that so? We're on the modified Kelly schedule. So most of the Southern California departments, they'll be forty eight ninety six two on four off. Mm. And mine's actually kind of hard, and so it's nice that I've had this time off to be able to link up with you guys, see family and all that. Cause the schedule is pretty nuts and it's hard to keep track. It's just red, green and black days on the calendar on the green days. But, uh, basically the modified Kelly were one on one off one on two off one on one off one on four off. So it's always different. Yeah. Days so it's just oh. cycling. You never have like yeah. block days off until that four day really. And uh, depending on if you volunteer for overtime or you get forced to work, like they can call me at 9 p.m. and say, hey, you're working tomorrow. And I'm like, okay, hey, sorry, everybody, I got to cancel plans. Like, I'm working tomorrow. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so the schedule is pretty variable, and it's kind of hard to plan things. So, yeah, even, like, my boys will be like, hey, can we hang out, like, on Saturday? I'm like, I don't know. Uh, last <laughs> minute, maybe. Like, I'll be there if I can, but no yeah. guarantees, you know. Um, but, yeah, the schedule is kind of – little bit hectic we may switch over to 4896 and i think planning wise it's a little bit easier um but yeah that's kind of the weird schedule we're on right now major yeah. so you're always on then yeah. <laughs> because yeah you know what i mean pretty much yeah it's hard to like take trips and stuff but like unless you're gonna like burn time or take a actual vacation mm -hmm. uh to block off those dates because yeah it's just so random but i know our department even the one luxury we do have with scheduling is you can trade shifts with people so like i can go work for somebody work their shift and then they can pay me back by working my shift later on so i work that shift for free for him so his pay stub doesn't change that pay period oh and then he's like an iou kind like hey i'll work for you when you need it on you know mm -hmm. march 18th whatever it is and so yeah that kind of works out nice where actually do have a lot of people commuting to our job uh we have somebody who lives here on hawaii actually florida and then like idaho montana utah wait so they just load up like yeah heavy and so they'll work like two they'll work two weeks straight or whatever it is they'll just pick up a bunch of shift for people trades and then they'll pay them all back and they'll work it out or they'll have like a month off or two months off and like you really only have to fly back and forth like five six times if you like work it out like what that's crazy right? that's yeah. heavy yeah. yeah so like with our schedule every other day you're like oh you can't there's no way you could live in hawaii and fly back and forth every other day but yeah when you block it off like that you can really only fly up five six times total for the year mental well, that's crazy oh that means you can get some time then hopefully yeah so and that's the thing too like i was telling you guys i just got off probation like a little over a month or two ago and now I have the luxury of being able to take days off and do these like trades. Whereas when you're on probation, you're not really allowed to do that. And cause you're like basically on less days, you're shortening your probation by taking days off and doing mm. these trades or whatever. So yeah, now that we have that luxury, it is nice because when I'm at work, you know, go to work and like in the zone, like I was saying like last month, I was only off for like eight days, but then the benefit is this month I was able to take, you know, two and a half weeks off and be able to come home and spend time with family and, you know, do stuff for this break of time nice. without having to worry about work. So. I mean, yeah. 
That means you have to come to Kauai more often. Yeah. <laughs> it's for real. Guaranteed. For, for, for Joss Cruz. Yeah, yeah, Joss Cruz. But then we'll probably, we'll probably slide in one more yeah. podcast. <laughs> Episode 2.0. Yeah, yeah, it'll follow yeah. up. You know what I mean? Nah, bring the, bring the Frenchie. Yeah. 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 I'll get a translator. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> AI. Yeah. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That would be crazy if they made that. Yeah, they probably did. Imagine that one, one, one AI. Just like the can, dogs from Up. Yeah. Oh. The collar. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be sick. How's it? <laughs> My name, Doug. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's up, brother? <laughs> but imagine just transcribes, yeah? Oh, and then imagine. Imagine that you read that and you just realize you get one devil dog. <laughs> You're like, whoa, shit. That's really what you... If I had hands, if I could stand on my hind legs, I would just cut you up and I would pedigree your ass. It's like all the chihuahuas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Angry chihuahuas. Whoa, heavy. Whole new world. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so so your family is from Hilo? Yep. Born and raised. Hilo town? Yep. Nice, okay. So what, are they um excited for... Mary Monarch and stuff like that? Yeah, they do get excited. I think being over there, it's hard to watch. Got to find a stream and stuff like that. But then, mm. obviously, when we're here, it's, you know, one 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 big celebration. So, yeah. A whole event. Yeah, Bruh. Because it'd be kind of crazy to go. I've never been. Me neither. When it's going on. So, it might be crazy to be there. Yeah. You know, because, like, everything is, like, packed, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're not wearing kappa yeah. loin, cloth loin. <laughs> You're out. Yeah. You're in the way. You know what I mean? If you don't show move up with your... lose it. Yeah. Exactly. If you don't come out with your uh-oh, you're done. Uh-oh. You know what I mean? Yes. Now, the fur, I felt so out of place up there. I never I never got the chance to go and watch one, but mm. freaking just being in Hilo Town during it is so it's so cool yeah. bro i encourage anybody to do it whether you're like i'm not versed in olelo and stuff like that so i still think you should go if you have the chance it's pretty mean yeah i think even bigger than like world series everybody's tv even if they're not there in person that's what's on everyone's tv in every house like yeah. during that time i mean can you imagine the aunties just tuning in live yeah. stream yeah my daughter's <laughs> way you know what i mean like spamming the heart the like yeah. yeah the live 72 hours every day yeah. 72 t- two hours daily <laughs> <laughs> she would spend duck walking yeah <laughs> bend that back girl <laughs> mana wahine <laughs> Oh my uh, gosh. So awesome. But yeah, bro, freaking bro, mahalo's for, you know, popping in, Bran. I um I don't know, Bran, if you have anything else that you you want to vala all about, you know, we we got time. If not, I mean, the important question is we're going to go eat after this. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> that's that's how we're going to end it all the time. Yeah. No, that's a great yeah, yeah. yeah. Cuz that's that's just so clean, you know, what a clean break actually. <laughs> <laughs> we should press the right one. Yeah. I know. <laughs> nah, but um, Brandon, no, for real though, guy. Oh, mahalo's, you. mahalo's for you know from the very first day of bringing Bob down to, um, just always popping in. You know, whenever we're down, yeah. um, appreciate it and great podcast, guy. Freaking, yeah. I think people are gonna be stoked to hear. You know what it's like from one perspective, from one kind of local brada in California putting out fires, big dog. <laughs> you know that. Yeah. Hey. And I just wanted to say mahalos to you two for having me on. Like, 
I said when you messaged me like, hey, when you're here, let's hop on the pod. And I was like, I'm not even that interesting, you know, but, Guy. you know, nah, see you, the fu- yeah. <laughs> that's see. the thing. I think it's like, now nah, you kind of are. No, yeah, 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 hundred yeah, percent. <laughs> and hopefully we like ask the right questions to yeah. bring it out. Yeah. But, like every time we talk to you, we're like, wait, huh? Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, what do you mean? What do you mean? How you did Gambling? that? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you mean this? Like, now nah, you'll be surprised because trust me, like. Lila, every, every guest that we have on, Trevor Wallace, they're always like Chucky boy. So yeah. we've had some mental guests on, you know, and, yeah. and, and you're in the same boat. And, and just, just from uh, what we're genuinely interested in, guys yeah. who, you know, swing, always trying um, and, and are always just down for the action, you know, and, and trying to do stuff. So, but it is always the same thing where they're like, hey, I hope you guys got what, guy, we got way more than we, yeah. what we could have asked for, you know. Um, and the fact that these are never scripted, it always just comes out how it comes out is, yeah. is beautiful, you know? Um, so guy, thank you again. And you will be back on the next time yeah, you're in Hawaii. Automatic. Um, if there's anything that you would like to tell 267,000 people, whether it's your dog's account, um, your account or, or handles that you want them to check out, you can tell it into this camera right here. Shoot, shoots. Well, yeah, first I just want to say thanks again for having me on. I appreciate it. And from the first time bringing Bobby boy down, like I'm glad we were able to meet and create that connection and that friendship. And, you know, now you guys can always hit me up and I can always hit you up. And I know that, um, but yeah, thanks for having me on. I hope everybody enjoyed the podcast and, uh, my personal page, not too, not too exciting. Just a couple of fires here and there, but uh, if you want to follow uh, the puppy, her Instagram is at Lulu the Blue. Uh, make sure to give her a like, follow, um, cute puppy pics, and uh, we'll try to be s- more consistent with the content we're pushing out for her. So yeah, we got to get her fed. Arr, arr, arr. <laughs> Stay tuned, guys. Lulu the, the Blue. Blue. The Blue. Let's go. Mahalo's Brandon. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Hey. Yee-hee. Oh, wrong one. I was putting down. No wonder. <laughs> what is that? I was like, I was putting down the Bluetooth. I was like, guy, what is up with this thing today? <laughs> yes. Oh, I forgot to ask you what is that? Is this your first podcast that you've been on? Yeah. Not. Yeah. First one. Guy. Yeah. What do you think about it? I think it's pretty cool. Like I was even telling my sister, like, I was like, yeah, I'm kind of nervous. I was like, I don't really know what we're gonna talk about or you know if i'm gonna run out of things to say or you know just you know i'm not like too shy like public speaking or in front of a camera or anything but i was like yeah what if i just like freeze up and it's it's not like just an audio it's like the videos there yeah some guys i know we had um we had the director of, of the Kauai museum yeah old local brada you know yeah. real local style mm-hmm. but when he came he said oh you guys really have to set up here. And, and, and I know what that means, you know, yeah. like, because in the beginning, I was like, oh, shit, when I first started doing this. But yeah. but what do you what do you think, though, after after doing it? Like, um, I mean, I feel like I was telling you guys the first time, like, just talking with you guys and just, like, talking story. It's, like, yeah. it's easy. Like, I feel like if I lived here or if, like, you guys were up there for whatever reason, like, you guys are just people I'd want to hang out with, you know, yeah. outside of all of this, outside yeah. of being yes. a dummy, outside of the podcast, whatever. Like, yeah. just cool guys I'd want to hang out with and just talk story with. So, I feel like for me, it was, like, I mean, you definitely have, like, a legit setup, but I feel like it was comforting and, like, it takes some of your nerves away, like, having that, like, I guess, connection or that type of relationship. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I felt like it went pretty smooth. 
No, it was super that was good. Smooth, yeah. it was solid. Like I just think there's good like because we don't pick anybody based on like their followings. Yeah, I think that's kind of kind of yeah. what most guys do, especially in Hawaii. They're like, oh, this this person has this many followers. Probably if then, I have yeah. them on, I'm gonna grow my thing. We're kind of like the opposite. We're like, I don't know. A lot of the people who do have a lot of followers, you might not have that great conversations with. Mm-hmm. So we're like, oh, who do we, who are we interested in? Yeah. Like, why are we interested in them? Yeah, you know, more and, so than just the number. And we think people, we hope people resonate with that. Yeah. Because it just should be a better conversation, right? Mm-hmm. It's less awkward. Like I don't have to like BS and yeah. be like, well, that's so cool. Yeah. I'm like whatever. Yeah. And that's the thing, and and you know, like you said it though, because it's like. Every guest that we've had so far, for, for what, what mm-hmm. I can remember, is, like, people that we would actually and do hang out with outside of all this. Yeah. You know? So, like, to Brand's point, when he says, like, because you can watch some podcasts, and, and it, it's just, it, it has to be that way because of that dynamic where mm-hmm. you're trying to get to know someone that you really, you know, that you don't know. They just met for that, that you just, you know, in th- the past right. five minutes. Yeah. Exactly. So, where, for us, like, we get to... It's just so beautiful because we get to really just shoot the shit about mm-hmm. and, and, and about like the stuff that we're interested in yeah. you that, that you do. So but but naturally, like, you know, everyone's always like, oh, I hope I hope I gave you guys what you got or I hope you guys got a good pot. Yeah, it always is like above and beyond. Yeah, always. No, and this is just the conversation we would have anyway. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> if, if like there's no cameras, no stuff like. And that was kind of the like why we started is like yeah we just always had good conversations with people yeah you know our people we liked at least and we we're like well we might as well put it out there hopefully it, somebody benefits from it yeah yeah you know hopefully somebody gets something from it because mm-hmm. there's guys who like legitimate like how I said like they grew up in Hawaii they have a bunch of donkey friends who are like kind of you know they hang out in their garage they yeah. kind of don't do much yeah. and then just to know like oh no there's other stuff out there yeah right it's just exposure so, but yeah and like. Cause your story, your story to me is like, I mean, obviously it's still like going, but like <laughs> riveting, right? Like, oh yeah, like I went to Vegas and learned how to like work this like theory I had yeah. to gamble. And I made money. I did this, and then now we run this thing with our dog. It's just like kind of a hustle game, you know. Mm-hmm. I feel like when you were talking about like you know hustlers and like like attract like and all mm-hmm. that, I feel like it's definitely true. Cause I feel like to have that, like some people just have it or some people don't, and it's like. My crew, like, at the station, like, mm-hmm. really messes around with me all the time because they're like, oh, Brennan always has an angle or, like, he always has, you know, whatever. And I feel like it's just something you either have or you don't. Like, even from, like, college time, like, I would, like, I was, like, flipping concert tickets. Yeah. And, like, people knew me on campus as, like, the lightning cable guy because I would just, if you could sell it for <laughs> a profit, I would do it. And so, like, I, like, product tested literally iPhone chargers I found one that was only like twenty minutes slower than the Apple certified one. Yeah, that lasted longer. Wow! And I like I bulk ordered from uh from China, and I just started flipping like iPhone cables. So like people like on campus would be like, "Hey, you have any Lightning cables?" And I'd whip it out of my backpack, quick Venmo, cash, yeah. whatever. And it's just like people really never re- think about that. And some people like, especially with all this stimulus and all this, stuff, yeah, they're like, "Oh, like there's no good jobs out there." All oh, like job market sucks right now like the thing i want to do isn't there but like you can literally monetize anything yep. it's just mm-hmm. how much effort you want to put into it and if you have that mentality to like mm-hmm. you know go about it and that hustler mentality like you were saying i mean i feel like people who share that yeah like, like 
you said, it's just easy to... Which is interesting, too. You're like, oh, and and a lot of times, like, you'll come at an angle that I just never thought about, right? Like, oh, that's pretty sick. Like, like, that whole industry I had no, like, Mm -hmm. thoughts on or exposure to. So now, like, oh, that's cool. That's good to know. Like, and like you said, there's never a way not to make money. Like, you know, it's either you do or you don't want to do it. You know, there's so many opportunities. And and don't get me wrong, it's still work. It's not like you... Or like a little kid yeah. and like, what am I going to be when I grow up? I'm going to be a, a lightning cables yeah. sales hustler. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, it isn't that kind of shit. It isn't the fucking, yeah. you know, maybe the firefighter thing. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's like the like when you stand in front of the class kind of deal. For sure. But generally speaking, there's tons of opportunity out there. Yeah. And, and that, that's like the beauty of America, right? It's like there is that opportunity, yeah. you know? Yeah, because I was like growing up, you always think like, oh, entrepreneur, like you have to have some like innovative idea or invent something mm-hmm. create this whatever it is mm-hmm. but no really it's just you know something that people either need or just like enjoy something that yeah you know and it's like i don't know if we talked about this the last time i was here but like during covid like one of my things like how you're saying like attracts like one of the guys i would like resell like supreme and like shoes mm-hmm. and all that kind of like, these stuff with before um started this facebook group called luck of the draw and then he asked me to be an admin because he was just he didn't have enough time to facilitate the page and basically our goal was to have somebody on the page at all times of the day um so people wouldn't leave our facebook group and go try to spend money in other groups and so basically what it was was covid all sports were shut down Mm. and there was really nothing to watch like unless you're watching like korean And so he was like, Hey, dude, I know you have money, like, or like extra funds from like reselling or whatever. He was like, I know you have that same mentality I have. Like, do you want to be an admin in my group? And he kind of was like, Yeah, just tune in, see if it's something you'd be interested in. And I'm a big sports guy, gambling, whatever. And so what we did was we literally opened sports cards. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking about And like, Bro, you guys are breaks. And so, like, literally, like, just like this, I was like on live stream, phone right here in front of my hands, like opening cards for people. And I was like literally making money opening cards, cards for, for people. Because they yeah, were buying it. Yeah, that yep. they could open themselves. But I'm like, I was like, there's literally no excuse to not make money. Because yep. I was like, I'm literally opening other people's stuff for them. That's so fun. That's stuff. so fun, guy. Yeah. And then like they're like literally paying for me. And they're and stoked. It. Yeah. 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 And, like, we hit, like, some crazy cars. Like, one guy in our group, uh, he was, like, I mean, not guy. He was a kid. He was 13. He paid 130 bucks for a spot in this break. We did, like, team breaks and raffles and all kinds of stuff. And then he got the Pelicans based on just the random draw. And then he pulled a Zion Williamson, like, rookie patch autograph card. They ended up getting it graded. And the other admin flew out, hand-delivered it to him. They got it graded, and his $130 spot he paid, like, it's basically, like, gambling, because mm-hmm. you, you might end up with shit cards and yeah. lose 130 bucks, or you might end up with good cards, and you can sell it and make profit. It's, mm-hmm. like, literally gambling, and uh, there was no sports betting at the time and stuff, but, yeah, he turned around, and I think he sold the card for, like, $90,000. Oh! <laughs> like a little 13-year-old kid, $130 spot, and it just so happened, like, he hit that banger. Damn. That's so sick. Shout out Zion. Yeah. <laughs> we need you on the pod, yeah. brother. <laughs> oh. Yeah. 
That's super sick. Well, that exactly that though. Like, there's just so much opportunity. Like, especially with the internet now, that's like the great equalizer, right? Mm. It's like everybody has access to everybody now. Yeah. Versus before, you had to like go through the gatekeepers. Mm-hmm. So it's it's super sick. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. I mean, these chakra warriors, bro. They figured it out on TikTok. <laughs> they, they they live stream yeah. and they sell freaking rose quartz crystals. I blow my mind. Oh, all yeah. aligned. They yeah. tell. Yeah. <laughs> they say, uh, yeah, you might be aligned, but you're not really yeah, aligned, aligned until you get my Wailua charged. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, no, that's gnarly. No. <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, it's just like there's no excuse now. It's just if you want it. If you want it or you don't. Yeah, 100%. Now, yeah, these guys are all sick. They had, like, all the guys we just met, they had, like, all their own, like, studios, but just for renting out. Bruh. Like, one guy is, like, owns, like, this boba place in Oahu. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so funny. Just random. You know, and they, ha- they have their own studios that they do their main yeah. their main content out of, but just all their random, like, side jobs. You're like, huh. Yeah. Oh, you're just a videographer for music videos. Like, but, like... But like the music videos, yeah, the you know music, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. like they have reds on big cranes and shit. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Damn, that budget must be gnarly. Yeah. So just like all kinds of crazy shit. And they're just like normal guys. And I think there's a difference between like the Asian guys mm-hmm. and the white guys. Yeah. Like for sure. The white guys are just like way more about like the hype and the Asian guys are like about the hustle. Because yeah. even and though all these kill- guys are like millionaires, you wouldn't. No, they, yeah. you wouldn't it's the opposite, right? Like when you go to West LA and all these dudes are like, like flaunting all their shit, but they're kind of not really there. And then these guys are just there, but they're like, fuck, whatever. They're there you know? and, and they f- fucking work like, like they're just starting. Yeah. It's so yeah. sick to see. Cause you know, being in the same lines of work, like we hit up Gilbert, he, he runs a sound and he's a producer for Tiger Belly. He just started. And it's so funny. Cause like when they say, oh, like, oh, we're starting our own production company or we're starting to you look at it you're like oh shit this thing is gonna do well if it yeah. if it's consistent they're gonna kill yeah you know yeah it's gonna be sick he's partnered with the guy who started donut media but they're starting like a fight one okay. like very similar to donut media just like how they format it but i'm like oh you guys are gonna probably do super good yeah yeah and they got all the funds they got all the stuff i'm like all right yeah they have the access to like the people that they be tapping on the show. What is it? Um, uh, the the cast of John Wick. That was who they're interviewing. Yeah, yeah, the, the one that didn't come out yet. Like oh they're like, God. oh yeah, we, I got to interview all the the cast is for the fights thing. So it's just stuff like that where you're like, oh these guys will they'll do. Oh no, yeah, yeah, and it's sick. They're all super cool. It's like hang out, just normal guys. 